0: Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to another episode of the free, happy and thriving podcast. This week is going to be something different. So in all openness, there is just so busy. We've got amazing client work and there's been a lot of like launches and programs and things going on. And I have fallen behind on this episode. So Diana and I were planning what we're doing for this week's episode and she gave the best idea that I just loved. I've recently recorded successfully niche NicheLess, my, my latest training, my la- latest course, and part of it, we had uh, this q and that I'm responding after the training in voice notes, and she just had a brilliant idea of publishing down a podcast. So I'm going to give you this amazing sneak peek of what you can expect in the program with one of the answers to the questions responded we've uploaded here on the podcast so what you're gonna hear next you're gonna hear the question too but it's essentially where to begin with introducing a new product in your business even if you have if even if you believe it's like for a complete or it is (laughs) I just you believe it's for a completely different audience I know that a lot of us really struggle with this when we are Multi-passionate or just have a lot of ideas in our business, and we out there creating an online presence for our business. I want to introduce new things, and let's be honest, it takes a lot of effort to create a brand online and get some visibility and get customers and sales. And a lot of the times when we have brand new ideas, we feel like we have to start from scratch, a different brand, a different website, a different social media platform for that and manage this with what we're currently doing and all the things. If not, it will be confusing. In the course, Successful Initialist, I dive deep into this topic. The response was very good. People really got the help that I wanted to help them with, which is to save a lot of time and stress and question themselves and allow themselves to experiment. This is something that I do. I am like this. I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of passions. I've been an entrepreneur since 2012. And for the longest time, I spent a lot of time rebranding different social media accounts, different things. And ultimately, when I look back, it didn't make any difference to the success of all those offers. Quite the opposite, All that time and effort I spent separating them just meant I wasn't really getting any actual traction. When I've stopped doing that and I've just allowed myself to just put forward things I'm passionate about and experiment, they all started working together. And some are for the same target audience and some are different. But I've accepted that it's all part of my business. And Most importantly, I've also seen that a lot of people that are successful in different niches are doing it this way. And that really inspired me to take this type of action, which allowed me to get results. And I just want to be part of the conversation, part of the evidence to inspire more people. If you like... If you have, a, in these questions, uh, there's a, about a social being a social media provider offering one-on-one services, but also creating a notebook. Where do you begin? Do you promote that on your website and social media? Do you create an entire different brand for that? Where do you begin? I have a notebook. I provide marketing all sorts of services and coaching and courses. Where do I promote it all? How do I differentiate? In the course, I show you exactly how I go through how pretty much everything is front end for my business, but for some things I do have mini funnels and different sales processes because I am very intentional of what it is worth it. And I wasn't always like this, but when I started getting intentional of asking myself, do I really need a social media account or can this be part of my tr- my current trainings? Or maybe this will never be promoting on social media. That's kind of what I want to inspire you. And in the course, I show you that in depth. But in this podcast episode, you're going to get a full upload of one of the Q&As that it's actually part of the course. Um, and I hope that it serves you. Thank you for listening and see you on the next episode of the Free, Happy and Thriving podcast after you listen to this one. Bye. Well, not bye. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> and then at the end, I guess it would have been bye at the end, but here we go. <laughs> I hope it serves you. Question, I'm established for my social media management, uh, (laughs) one-on-one, and I'd like to create notebooks. I saw you did. I feel like it's um, two different audiences. Uh, Where do I begin? I love this question. So we've covered a lot of it in the course. I'm recording this after the course and answering the questions are from before. So this is like you, you probably get this answer in the course, but this is what I would summarize. When you decide on another offer for your business, it, sometimes it would be completely, completely, completely different audiences to the point where you feel like it it adds no value. It to, for me to place this on my. Uh, current social media, let's say you have an Instagram um, uh, profile or on your on your LinkedIn page or on your website, because they they literally are completely black and white, completely different different audiences. If that is the case, what my advice to you is to go through the course and look at the mini funnels processes examples that I gave and think about how you're gonna sell that that notebook, and where will it be useful for you to put the energy in in what you're doing around to the notebook, right? But I'll quickly give you what I do. So for me, as you would have seen through the course as well, the notebook is very aligned to the side of my audience that to the side of my business that where I do coaching and courses, so for coaches and courses, I support predominantly women entrepreneurs um solopreneurs or women with small teams that build their own personal brand and the notebook, which was created with me in mind, which I'm that I'm a solo entrepreneur well i'm an, I have a small team um, and I, I build my own brand so This notebook was I created for me and I'm also selling it. It's got um, inspirational codes that are, you know, aimed at women entrepreneurs and just like a little calendar in front and things like that. Now, that fits perfectly in the efforts that I do on my email marketing list. That fits perfectly in the efforts I do on my social media. However, where I'm actually creating mini funnels, which is quite new because I've created a notebook, but I haven't really prioritized in my business. This is also recent at the time of recording this answer. For me, it's really on Amazon. So I'm now experimenting and learning what do I do on Amazon in my notebook? Do I, um, I was like looking at, I think I, I was prime day recently before I'm recording this. And I was thinking maybe I could have participated in prime day. Maybe I could do sponsored ads inside Amazon, maybe. And I'm, um, looking at Pinterest, because I love to take cute pictures of it, but I'm also adding it on Instagram. I'm looking whether I can add like a shop link there. That's because that's how I feel it will sell. However, I feel that the, you know, the notebook is a perfect fit for my audience. And even if it's not like a perfect fit for my entire audience, because for instance, my marketing consultancy clients are medical clinics. Some of my clients are men. So, um, you know the notebook is not like a fit for them in terms of my client profile my my target market profile but um I it's still on my website, it's still on my social media, but I don't like go out of my way to promote it through my one on one channels through which I you know promote my services to my clients and negotiate my rates and and all, all these things right because it's not it's not a good fit for them. however, so my thinking process that I want to encourage you to have is this. If you feel like this is in line with your brand, but it's not going to serve your clients directly, but it is... is It's not like a completely different opposite thing, but it's part of your offer suite. I would recommend that you do include it on your main channels because if you don't, that's where the idea will start being like, oh, maybe I should create a different Instagram account. Maybe I should have a different domain for this, maybe. And all of those things, usually, as we see in the course, takes a lot of time, a lot of effort. Financial, keeping all those uh, platforms up, those that have a cost um, connected to it, And your time, your energy, your mental space, you know, when I created this notebook, it was so, it was so tempting for me to create its own Instagram profile. I was like, you'd be so cute. I'll keep on adding photos. But then I had to ask myself, but why? Like, it's completely fine for me to share it on my Instagram. And now as I'm exploring ways of making this offering, my offer suite, profitable in my business, I'm thinking, am I likely to sell it there or elsewhere? And that's what I want you to ask yourself. If it is no value and you feel it's different, like we had a question in a live event, that it's completely different. Your notebook is about, I don't know, um, how to keep your cooking organized and it feels completely different to what you're promoting. You don't have to include it. Then what I will encourage you to do is instead of automatically creating all the channels for this new offer idea, right? Which usually is a website, social media, profile, one or many, and all the all the places. I would encourage you to think, okay, where am I likely to sell this, right? Because ultimately nobody can benefit from your notebook unless the notebook is in their hands, right? It's a product. So then you can think, okay, am I going to sell it on Etsy? Am I going to sell it on Amazon? And where am I? Am I going to promote it on Pinterest? And then I will create a very intentional process for that offer, even if it's aside from your other offers, rather than feel like every single time you have a new idea that is slightly different or significantly different to what you do, you need to... Create an entire new ecosystem for your business because it's often not the case, and it's often how we burn out. And when we look back at our processes, it's like why is it so hard for me to get results from this? And it's because you're probably doing a lot, a lot, a lot, and is it useful? So would it be useful for you to have a different website, a different domain name, a different Facebook page, a different Instagram page, a different TikTok page, a different? lots of different things for your notebook or would it be useful for you to have it on Amazon and like I'm gonna do Amazon and I'm gonna experiment with Pinterest I don't currently use Pinterest for my business and see if that mini funnel process by itself it's a good way for me to get my notebook into the hands of people that I feel will serve right so think about that if you do if you don't see any reason why they shouldn't be in one place or there's any slight of overlap. I would say all you look for opportunities to include it in your brand. If your brand is, is you or in any way you can grow that way because it's useful. Like this is not specifically your question, but let's assume because I don't know what type of notebook you have. Let's, let's assume your notebook is just a notebook for business owners, right? that could be very relevant to your clients which are likely um, business owners if you're running their social media accounts but if it's a notebook about you know social media organizations let's say it's that then it may be useful for maybe your clients if they only outsource their social media then maybe it's useful for other social media managers that are following you and now they can learn from you so you know that's a common question as well like when people have two different like a product that teaches people like them in the industry and a rather that teaches other people, more often than not, keeping in the same place is better because if you're currently, if you're currently promoting your social media services, it's very likely that you already have a lot of so- p- followers that want to be pro- social media professionals like yourself. So you already have an audience there to whom you can promote. And as you've probably seen through the course, I've, expe- I've experienced this through data, through looking back at data that actually separating heavily things is not the most beneficial thing for be- business because we do generally attract multiple audiences and people will take from us what they what they um need so assuming that your clients are let's say like my marketing consultancy clients are medical professionals they have no interest in running their social media no time they don't that's just not part of their business model they will always outsource it to someone else but you run a Instagram profile where you promote your social media and you naturally, because of your hashtags and work, have attracted a lot of people that are interested in becoming social media managers and your notebook is any relevance to those. If you promote it there, you already have an audience there. It literally, you are likely to make sales from the beginning. If you now go back and create a brand new account from the beginning, just promoting your notebook, you would lose on all that that you would have created because it's just natural in wall walks of business. We usually attract both our target market and those who wanna work in the same field as us if that's different. so. There is more overlap than we can imagine. There is more opportunity for us to leverage the impact and the brand and the growth. And I want you to think of that in terms of this. There's no never um, a simple answer, but what I want to inspire you is to not see a diversity in your niche. In this case, you're adding a notebook to your offer suite in addition to your social media management as a downturn. I want to inspire you to look at ways you can overlap so you can get more from your Efforts more from what you do, so you can leverage. You can say, Hey, I'm a social media manager, and, you know, and your brand will speak for itself as it's on that platform. And I've created this notebook, and who knows what other things you create over time. And when you find that ease, honestly, that's what a niche-less business brings you: ease. Because those of us that are multi-passionate and have a lot of ideas. Oh more often than not, the reason why we 're finding it hard to push all these businesses is because we feel they need to be all these different things. If instead, we just saw it as a matter of experimenting let 's say you do your note, you you put for your notebook and you decide in six months that that 's not what you it's just like not it was an idea, but you don 't want to pursue it any further. but maybe that notebook gave you an idea that you want to start creating templates for your clients or start writing a book, like it would have been a stepping stone. But imagine if you went above and beyond to create this website, this social media profile, this, that, and this didn't work. It would feel like a failure, right? But if it was part of your process and this was one of the things that you tried, it won't be a failure because you would have all added impact. You would have all worked together for good. And practically, that means all that effort you put in marketing, it would have still been on one brand, one platform, one growth, right? You would have like allowed yourself to get progress and momentum from one. I hope this helps. Bye.